the Financial Times of London, everybody on the city of London, Wall Street, the multinational corporations, they're the one trying to shut me up. They, they will, will never, never shut, shut me up and never shut me down. Now let's discuss all of this with the chairman of the Select Committee, Congressman Benny Thompson. I know you're moving ahead with holding Steve Bannon in criminal contempt. Uh, how will this work? Uh, Steve Bannon is, uh, leaves us no choice. We gave the process every attempt to work. And so the committee uh, will do what we are required to do. Do you really think you'll compel testimony or is this meant to send a powerful message to other witnesses? Well, I think it's both wish. Uh, 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 well, I think it's both wish. Uh, uh, um, uh, Representative Benny Thompson, chair of the House Select Committee, tested positive for COVID-19. In a statement, Thompson said he was following CDC guidelines for isolation. The diagnosis comes just two days ahead of a scheduled televised primetime hearing for the January 6th committee. He encouraged all Americans to get, get vaccinated. vaccinated. Hey folks, guess you heard this morning I tested positive for COVID. But I've been double vaccinated, double boosted. What are the odds that a gentleman named Benny Thompson is vaxxed, boosted, and double boosted following Dr. Fauci's recommendations? that on the very day this trial starts, he comes up with COVID. <laughs> I'd have to laugh at that. <laughs> he comes up with COVID. What are the odds of that? Uh, uh, um, uh. It is one billion one. Why is Benny Thompson not here defending his committee, the show trial, the Moscow show trial of the 1930s? Why is he not here in person? Does he really have COVID? Has anybody checked at all? Or is he just saying he has COVID? Has Dr. Fauci come forward and says Benny Thompson really has COVID? This is an absurdity. I challenge Benny Thompson today to have the courage to come to this courthouse. If he's gonna charge somebody with a crime, he's gonna be man enough to show up here or send somebody like Shifty Shift or Fang Fang Swalwell or send Liz Cheney, send somebody on the committee that has the guts to come here and accuse somebody of a crime. It is outrageous. And for them to sit there and try to get a complete hearing and they won't bring in any testimony, any testimony about FBI involvement, DHS involvement, any testimony about any other involvement and what's driving this. The total and complete illegitimacy of Joe Biden. I stand with Trump and the Constitution. Crime was committed. It's to put the information right. out there, and you know the Department of Justice doesn't need to wait on us to do something. I sure as hell hope uh, that Merrick Garland has an open criminal investigation into Donald Trump. I mean, with what we've laid out there, with all of the information that is publicly uh, available as well, because your earlier guest said this was just all done in public. Like no one needs yeah. to wait for some formality from our committee um, to, to to have that ball in motion. So there's no excuse. No excuse for anyone being unvaccinated. This continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So we got to make more progress. You're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. Thank you, Corinne. Let me follow on on Dr. O'Connor. Neither of you has seen the president today. Neither of you is treating the president. the question is, when will Dr. O'Connor come out? Because to just put out a statement 
and shield them from questions would be the least transparency of any White House in 50 years on a presidential illness. Wow, I, I wholeheartedly disagree on your last statement. Wholeheartedly disagree on your last statement. Um, so we are doing this very differently, very differently that I would argue than the last administration. And I'm happy to have that conversation with you. Uh, to transfer power to Vice President Harris if the president's situation oh, gets worse. The president is uh, has mild symptoms. He's able to do uh, the business of the American people from the residents, and that's what matters right now. So there's no plan in place then? Ladies and gentlemen, today is 22 July, year of our Lord, 2022, and you are in war room in the field tampa florida we have decamped washington dc the imperial capital for the free state of florida under the administration of governor ron DeSantis, who will be joining us here in this room later this evening as the turning point usa sas the student action summit commences here the centerpiece the focal point of freedom the focal point and the center of the conservative galaxy here in Tampa, Florida this weekend. We've got Governor DeSantis tonight. President Trump also will be speaking tonight over in Arizona. Then President Trump flies. He'll be joining us here in Tampa, Florida tomorrow night. You do not want to miss this. The incredible show that we have for you today as well is in so packed because as we're here and we are having a celebration of America, a celebration of freedom, a celebration of what is to come. 5,000 people have come together in this convention. They're going to be coming in behind me. You might see them walking around. But we understand that the news does not stop. Now, Stephen K. Bannon, he is not here right now because he is facing trial. He is on this final day, and he is elected to call no witnesses in his own trial. We're going to have Mike Davis come up in a minute. We're going to have him give an update on the trial, everything that's going on. We're going to go to Ben Harnwell in Rome. We've got so many people, huge, huge packed story. We have a candidate, by the way, attacked on the stump last night, New York State, upstate New York, Congressman Lee Zeldin. He's running for governor, attacked with a bladed weapon outside of upstate New York at a VFW rally that he was holding this is what's going on in our country. We're seeing this as the GOP, Rasmussen, they sent me the, the numbers this morning, hot off the press, Rasmussen, GOP opening up a 10-point lead in the generic congressional polls, highest that we've ever seen. In acts from Axios, we've seen from their new numbers that the GDP, they're worried. The White House is worried that the GDP might come out next year. We are going to see this contraction next week and worries of a recession. They're already starting to work the numbers on that, work the messaging. President Biden, AWOL. We do not know where the president is. We do not know the status of the president. And as I said yesterday, I believe that this will be the moment that Kamala Harris has the ability to try to push him out of the way. And you saw the White House Correspondents Association yesterday for 40 minutes go full Columbo full court press. It's almost it's like you flipped a switch and they turned into actual journalists for a second. All of this going on. They're pushing Biden out. They want to bring Kamala Harris in, pull her in up the world stage. And before we go to Davis, though, I have to I have to say I'm a little bit confused because here with me in Tampa, I've got this this gentleman to my side who's shown up with with uh, right. a, a bag of 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 some some kind of orange colored delectable. What 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 what? 
What's going on? It's my brother, folks. It's Kevin Posobiec. Shows up. And what do you have here? What is this? The citrus sweetness, that's right, because we need the vitamin D. And as Dr. Malone told us earlier this week, as Dr. Malone told us this week, it is the vitamin D. That is how you fight depression so well, because the stories are coming out that the, the serotonin levels, this chemical imbalance, it was all bunk. It was bunk for so long. The vitamin D, that's what we need. All right, we're going to be eating them during the break. But I want to bring in now, I want to bring in Mike Davis, because as we said, we're down here in Tampa, but up in D.C., we've got... Stephen K. Bannon facing off against the regime, closing arguments expected to come today. Mike Davis, walk us through what's going on the last couple of days of the trial and where does my, where does Steve Bannon find himself right now? Well, Steve Bannon uh, had a, a major legal error happen in his trial where the judge said that he could not present evidence that Tr President Trump asserted executive privilege in this case. President Trump absolutely asserted executive privilege as confirmed by a letter on July 9th, uh, 2022, saying that Stephen K. Bannon cannot cooperate with the January 6th commission because of executive pri privilege. We've had executive privilege going back to George Washington. Uh, what it does is it protects presidential uh, ad advice uh, between a president and his advisors. And uh, the, the Supreme Court has held that that applies to former presidents. Former presidents can maintain executive privilege after they leave office and the office of legal counsel olc the general counsel for the executive branch at the department of justice has a an opinion from uh, 2007 that outside advisors to the president are protected by executive privilege meaning the fact that steve bannon was a former white house staffer does not mean that he does not enjoy executive privilege so the fact that this judge could did not allow steve bannon to put on this defense is a reversible error. It's a legal error. It, it, it destroyed Steve Bannon's case. Steve Bannon has no defense now because the judge uh, erred, legally erred, majorly legally erred by stripping this uh, uh, Steve Bannon's ability to put forward this evidence of executive privilege. Well, Mike, what's so confusing to, I think, the jury and a lot of people watching this is that the letter, though, that was written by President Trump that was delivered to Steve Bannon about executive privilege also was introduced in the trial. And yet the judge came around and we had Viva Fry on. He's doing the podcast over for Post Millennial. And he said that the judge was, al he allowed the letter to be introduced, but they, he said to not worry about the underlying truth of the matter itself. What is going on here with this judge? <clears throat> this judge, I think the judge may realize that he screwed up royally. Uh, by not allowing Steve Bannon to put forward this evidence that President Trump asserted executive privilege in this case. The, the government needed this evidence, and so the, the judge let the government backdoor this evidence at the last minute through this hearsay letter, but they did. the judge did not allow Steve Bannon to call the appropriate witnesses and, and call the appropriate evidence, evidence to put forward the fact that President Trump asserted executive privilege. I think where the judge may have gotten confused is he may have gotten confused whether there is a valid claim of executive privilege as a matter of law versus as a matter of fact, whether executive privilege was asserted 
by pre former President Trump making it impossible for Steve Bannon to cooperate with the January 6th committee. Well, and, and this is exactly what, what Viva was talking about yesterday, because there's a difference here between whether or not, right, whether or not Steve Bannon, his analysis of the law uh, is not actually what's at question here because it was his lawyers that went to him that gave him this. This was the advice of counsel, acting on advice of counsel. And so the idea being, though, there is no mens rea. There's no criminal intent on the behalf of Stephen K. Bannon regarding this situation. And so the question, of course, becomes, if he had no criminal intent, then how can they say that a crime was committed? That's the entire point. Of, you, they could have brought in President Trump himself to go on the stand and say, yes, I invoked executive privilege, but they didn't allow any of that. Yeah, I mean, here's the issue. This is where the January 6th commission working hand in glove with the Biden Justice Department made a legal mistake here and violated Steve Bannon's constitutional rights. Uh, that they, they should have resolved this through civil litigation. If there's a dispute between President Trump and President Biden about whether there's a valid assertion of executive privilege as a matter of law, whether it's because they're saying that former President Trump can't assert executive privilege, well, the Supreme Court's already said that he can back in 1973 in, in the Nixon case, or if they're saying that a former presidential advisor, uh, that you can't have executive privilege with an outside advisor, well, the Office of Legal Counsel has already determined that you can, but those are issues that should have been resolved in civil litigation in the court. Instead of going right to criminal contempt, these highly unusual, unprecedented actually, criminal contempt charges against uh, presidential advisor Stephen K. Bannon over executive privilege. This is this just shows that the the January 6th commission is partisan and out of control. And usually Mike, the Justice Department is a check on that. But the Biden Justice Department is working hand in glove. Now, Mike, we're down to one minute. We know closing arguments are today. Do you expect a verdict today? Final thoughts. Do you expect a verdict today? The trial for Stephen K. Bannon? Yeah, I expect the jury to find uh, Bannon guilty because he was not able to put up a defense. The issue is, is this is going to go up to the D.C. Circuit, which is stacked by Obama liberals. And so then it will have to be resolved by the Supreme Court if the Supreme Court decides to take this case and correct an egregious legal error that affects every president going forward. Right. Every single potential president now focused on this is executive privilege allowed in this country. Mike Davis, thank you so much for coming up next. We're going to Rome. We're going to Ben Harmwell up in Rome for a complete walkdown of everything that's going on in the world. Stay tuned. Jack Posobiec and Kevin Posobiec here, Tampa, Florida, as the Student Action Summit turning point, covering down worm. Stephen K. Bannon. Can I, uh... You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. 
and it's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. All right, Jack Posobiec here live, Tampa, Florida. We're at the Student Action Summit packed show, though, for the War Room. We've got so much going on, and I'm joined today here in person by my brother, Kevin. And Kevin's got a giant bag of Florida oranges. Now, I was thinking, by the way, how cool would it That's be, right. Kev, if everyone went to their getter profiles, their social media profiles, we know that President Trump is under attack right now. Yeah. The Jan 6 committee is coming for him. They're talking about charges. They're doing anything they can. If you want to show your support for President Trump, what can you do in your profile, Kev? What can they do? Post orange. Let's get oranges up. So take that right. orange emoji, <laughs> post it up, put it Should in start your bio. Juggling these? Put in your what you want to juggle? No, I can't. There's do no that. juggling in the war room, Kevin. There's no, not even, and we're this is war room in the field. There's no juggling on camera. Yeah, there's not. <laughs> there's, there's not. not. I All could right. do it one hand one time. All right, one hand. You work on that. So we're gonna get put it in your profile. Put the orange up in your. Put Everybody's the emoji getting in your bio. Get your oranges beautiful up. Day in the bay. Throw them up. A beautiful day in the bay. A beautiful day across this country for the orange man himself. Orange man, good. But I want to go to the Rome man. And now we've got Ben Harnwell up in Rome. He's up there. My brother and I, you know, Ben, we actually just got back from Rome. And uh, we had an incredible trip there. We had the Vatican, Piazza Navona we were staying at. But Ben, you've got an incredible update for us as you've been documenting in real time. You called this the fall of the Italian government, the resignation of Draghi. And what is the latest update? Good morning, Jack. Morning, Kevin. So the situation as of yesterday, remember, when, when we were broadcasting right outside the official presidential residence, was that um, the speakers of both the lower house and the upper house of the Italian parliament, you can just actually see the, the, the lower house, the Italian equivalent of the House of Representatives, just over, just over where my finger is there. That's it there. Um, both speakers went over to, to the president. There was basically no conversation, Jack, about trying to get a new government scratched out to last through until the projected uh, general election in spring of next year. So yesterday evening, last night, President Sergio Mattarella uh, signed the official decree dissolving parliament and calling fresh elections for September the 25th. So now, instead of taking off a long summer, which Italians just love doing, the whole political establishment is now going to be in maximum fighting gear right through the summer, all the way through to the end of September. And we're gonna, I'm going to give now for the war room three things, that I, uh, three factors that I think are going to be quite important over the next couple of months. The first is the inter-party wrangling. There's a coalition system here, uh, thanks to the appalling uh, constitu Italian constitution. So you never really get a strong, stable government, but they're just hacked together parties. I think the, 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 this 
actual uh, parliamentary mandate, which was dissolved yesterday, had three governments in four years. And that's par for the course. And there have been 67, in fact, governments since the, the, the end of the Second World War, 70 or so years. So there's going to be the wrangling between the parties, both before the elections and then after the elections. That's going to be instrumental to decide what the colour of the new government is going to be like. In addition to that, the, the, the sword of Damocles hanging over that discussion is something called the, the PNRR, which is the 750 billion euro bailout from the European Union. Obviously, it's European taxpayers' money that's paid over to Brussels. Brussels then hands it back out. The largest recipient of this PNRR fund is actually Italy, um, and they're going to get 191 billion euros. Um, Italy's already had the first tranche of 20 billion, um, so there's a lot more to go. The question is, and this is the, 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 one, the, the glue, if you like, that kept the Draghi government held together, is will the Italian the, the government, and having elections in the end of September has already thrown into jeopardy the, the autumnal budget debate, will this shock to the Italian political system put the PNRR now in doubt, which is very much needed. Thank, it, it, Italy's bankrupt, uh, basically. So if this money comes through, it'll be able to crawl forwards a little bit longer. That is really the big question on everyone's minds. And it's going to, as I say, colour the, the elections going forward. The third factor, Jack, I would outline um, very briefly is the situation now with Giorgia Meloni, who is the lead of Fratelli d'Italia, the Brothers of Italy, which, according to the polls, is now the leading political party. Now, Giorgia Maloney was um, unusually for a, a centre-right political party, the most one of the most vociferous voices inside the coalition government behind Mario Draghi's position with regards to Ukraine. Um, the other two centre-right parties that are allied to her, which are Silvio Berlusconi's party um, and um, Matteo Salvini's party, they, they took a, a far more hesitant approach, having strong personal relations with Vladimir Putin. Georgia Maloney said she, had a, 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 she was very much behind the, the, the Draghi position. This is also, therefore, another dynamic, as I as I'd mentioned yesterday and a few days before, with, with this government having fallen now, and it was the most vociferously pro-Zelensky government in the European Union, with this government now falling, the question is, which of the other European Union countries will now step forward and take that place? Bearing in mind that what had happened in Sri Lanka a few weeks ago now happened here. These are both direct cause and effect consequences of the, of the Ukraine war. A government in the European Union has now fallen because of this issue, because of the catastrophically high prices and the, the cost of living crisis. And once one government falls, and Mario Draghi was the epitome of the European Union establishment, having been president of the European Central Bank, when a, when a government like Italy falls with, with that government, with all the establishment support behind it, other member states are asking, who's next? And I'll simply say that I think France and Germany are two countries that are going to be extremely cautious about, um, the, about pursuing a radically pro-Ukraine position right now. And I, I'll just close, Jack, with the, the... I have been able to confirm what I had suggested yesterday, that at the same time, Mario Draghi 
was formally giving his resignation to the President of the Republic, Russia was augmenting its gas supply by 71% to, uh, to Italy. So there's also this other dynamic uh, in play to do with the energy shortages. Well, so Ben, what you're saying is essentially we're starting to see a domino effect here and that the yes. countries that are most vulnerable in this situation, we now see that Russia is able to use, and this is exactly what President Trump predicted, they are able to use their control over these gas taps to get the governments that they want across Europe. This is also why you're seeing European Central Bank. They just said they got to come out. They're raising rates. The IEA chief says they're cutting gas 20 percent across Europe. They've got to contract because all they were doing was settling down on these green policies. They're pushing the Green New Deal type policies. That's why we saw the government in Netherlands facing the farmer uprising the Dutch. Have they put themselves? Ben, what is going on? Are they going to continue to push this policy of continuing to exacerbate the situation in Ukraine, to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Russians, because we just saw, by the way, U.S. Treasury just said that they're going to start floating Russian bonds again. They just put that out today. So the question is, where did the sanctions go? What, was the, what were the sanctions all about if you're getting back in with Russian bonds? Now we're turning it around. They have no other choice at this point than to go back. They're, they're running over to Azerbaijan. They're running to Qatar. They're running all over the place. They're saying, can we get, there's no nuke. You can't turn on a nuclear facility in, in, in a week. They have no choice. And I and Ben, I, I said this the other day, I think Germany, Scholz is gonna get to the same point when he realizes that they don't have a choice, but they do have two pipelines called Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 that are already built. Yeah, yeah, Jackie, look, you're absolutely right. I think with the fall of the government here in Italy, in, in chancellors across the European continent, political leaders are just are realizing now that the show's getting real. Um, and if yeah, politicians are opportunists, sure, they'll put their own people on the back burner um, and support other countries at the drop of a hat. But when, it, when, when the prospect of losing office just comes up and hits you in front of your nose, then that becomes, well, I say that, there's been no back, there's been, you know, that's the situation in America, and I've not seen uh, presently any particularly grand change of position on behalf of the Biden administration, and that's looking a defeat oh, of its oh, own no, creating. No, no. Joe, Joe Biden, Joe Biden just stepped off the stage yesterday. First, he says he has cancer. Then he says he has COVID. They took him off. He's going to be taking a couple of days off now. He's resting. They're going to juice him up. They're going to try to get, he's regenerating. Biden's down. Biden down hard right now. They are taking him away. Kamala Harris is going to be stepping up. Ben, one minute left. Close us out. Where can people follow you? You're going to be doing a live stream today on all this? I, I, I might do. I, I'm waiting to get something confirmed. I, I might do. I'll close with this point, Jack. If, and if folks want to hear um, any, any more of this, follow me on Getter. Uh, I'm exclusively on Getter. That's it. My, kind of, my uh, profile is at Harnwell. Now, as you basically said, the European Central Bank raise interest rates across the whole of the European Union, the Eurozone, that is, I should say, for the first time in 11 years. And it wasn't the quarter point rise that everyone was expecting. It was a full half point rise. That is really going to, you know, the, the European economies are already circling around the toilet as it is, Jack. Um, we're now heading into a recession. And I think at a future point, we're going to look back on the fall of the Draghi government and say, as far as this, the, the Western support for President Zelensky goes, this was the turning point. 
it was with the fall of this government that 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 um, and that we magnified. If, as, as you're saying, the Biden administration is now also going to take um, a, a slight back step. This is the moment when it all changed. That's exactly right. This is the Lehman Brothers moment. Thank you so much, Ben. We're going to have make sure everyone keeps following you for all the updates. We're coming back. We've got a huge show. We're going to be bringing on soon Benny Johnson from Turning Point USA to give us a full update. What's going on? Biden administration. What's going on with the numbers for Congress? Stay tuned. Turning Point SAS and War Room continues from Tampa. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. and They have been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's all one word, PatriotMobile.com, slash Bannon, or call. 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T. 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code BANNON, B-A-N-N-O-N, to get the free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash BANNON. That's PatriotMobile.com slash BANNON. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action, action, action. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Jack Posobiec sitting in Stephen K. Bannon on trial facing off against the regime, Washington, D.C. We have decamped. This is War Room in the field, Tampa, Florida, and we are here. And Kevin, my brother, is with me to prove that he's got an entire bag of Florida oranges. That's right. And I, now, Kevin, are you going to try to finish this entire bag as we sit here uh, on the War Room show? There's a strong possibility of that. I was going to say, though, Jack, maybe we could get Ben to uh, send us some oranges from Rome. Do you remember those orange blossoms from Rome? We had incredible orange blossoms from Rome. They're yes. probably second. I mean, Florida's got to be number one in the world. But You're putting Florida over Rome. Well, we got to get right? Joe Biden some vitamin C. We need to, we needs the vitamin C. <laughs> he needs the vitamin C. Oh, gotta, my goodness. Got to get him back on track. Well, he is, he is pretty sick. He is absolutely sick. And who better get him some to sunshine. bring on to talk with us about how sick and old our president is and how it's affecting the entire country than Benny Johnson, uh, the host of the Benny Johnson Show. He's a host over at Newsmax. He's, a, he's here at Turning Point, a huge part of the event. He's gonna be coming by later today. Benny Johnson, thank you so much for joining us here today on The War Room. Jack, of course, it's a privilege and an honor to be on The War Room for the first time. Also, I have to lead in by saying this. I am not Benny Thompson. 
Benny Thompson is a Democrat member of Congress running the J6 committee. Some people tweeted at me recently, hey, Stephen Bannon is coming after Benny Johnson. I'm sorry, that was a bit of a mess up with the mic when Steve Bannon was talking outside the courtroom. I am not the same man. He's like a 70-year-old black member of con- black member of Congress from uh, the Carolinas, I believe, and that's not me. Just want to clear that up. Okay, but that... But that being said, what would it be like if Benny Johnson actually was running the January 6th committee? What would that actually walk us through that? So every single day you would have Adam Kinzinger crying. Adam Kinzinger crying memes were the hottest thing a couple of months ago. He hasn't cried since. That's a real problem for the meme economy. We really got to get more Kinzinger crying memes. His salty, salty tears, they're delicious. They taste like ice cream. They fuel us. And we would like to have more tears from Adam Kinzinger. If I were running the committee, that would be the sole goal of the committee. Also the prosecution of the Antifa members who were there on January 6th. 100%. 100%. Now, Benny, we're, we were talking during the break a little bit. We've got a situation now, right? Serious situation. The president of the United States tells us he has cancer. The next day they announce he has COVID. He is off the world stage. Everything's spinning out of control. Inflation spinning out of control. Gas prices spinning out of control. Uh, a war in East Asia, or excuse me, a war in East Europe. And then in East Asia, uh, the CCP is looking at Taiwan. They're eyeing them up at the East China Sea, the Taiwan Strait. They want to come in. What does it mean by the fact that we've got this guy who doesn't even seem to be able to make it through a single week on the job? Well, I was looking up an allegory here, and I was very interested in what you said yesterday, Jack, about Kamala's moment. And I think the best metaphor here is Tom Brady's start in the NFL. Yes. And I'm not comparing Kamala Harris to Tom Brady, but Drew Bledsoe, the number one draft pick, Tom Brady was like the number 900th draft pick. He was never going to get a shot. But Drew Bledsoe went down with a near career ending injury, giving Tom Brady his shot at quarterbacking the Patriots. And that's what led to Tom Brady's start. And I think Team Kamala is seeing this moment as their opportunity to sneak into the starting quarterback position and start making moves. I think you're 100% correct. And of course, I think it does not transmit any type of strength. Joe Biden is not a transmitter of strength. Everybody can see that he has training wheels on his bicycle, that he is currently unable to carry himself up the stairs. It is clearly and plainly obvious. We had recent revelations from Tucker Carlson that Joe Biden takes pills to have senility on the... campaign trail. I mean, these are scary moments. And of course, 40 vacations, Jack, 40, count them, 40 vacations since being in office. And what that means is a trip to Delaware where there are no visitor logs, where he's inside of a walled compound. We've gone to his multi-million dollar mansion on the beach in Delaware. Strange how all the purveyors of climate change always have multi-million dollar homes right on the beach. Barack Obama, John Kerry, all of them. You'd think they'd be up in the mountains if they actually believed this stuff. But nonetheless, Joe Biden has this compound that's walled, that's protected. It's inside of a walled community. Nobody knows what goes on there. All we see is him doddering around on his little bicycle every once in a while, his mongoose, uh, and they take the training wheels off and you see what happens. Well, and, and, and what does it say, right? What does it say that we have a situation like this? Kamala Harris now, she can come up. I think we all know this is why Putin decided to make his move in Ukraine. By the way, they're also talking about expanding their military operation, the special military operation in Ukraine. But if you're Kamala Harris, you're sitting there in this situation, I think what she's going to do, and this is my contention, I've said this a couple times now, uh, I said it on Human Events Daily just now uh, when we recorded the morning show. She's going to use this, and Benny, whether or not 
we do see an actual designation, right, of her as acting president. And we could see this, by the way, for example, if Biden goes to Walter Reed, if he takes a turn for the worse, if he heads out and he has to go under, if he has to undergo any type of procedure, anything like this, you might see a designation of the presidential powers fall to Kamala Harris. It's already happened before. And so I've said, embrace the suck. Kamala Harris, United States of America, will be your first female president of the United States. It is going to happen. But I think, here's my contention, and I'll throw it to you to see what you think. She's going to try to make a move anyway. She's going to try to make her mark because we all know that she wants to run in 24. We're also seeing that Hillary Clinton wants to run. Gavin Newsom wants to run, right? But Kamala Harris is going to try to make some some milestone moment that she can then refer back to and say, when President Biden fell ill, I stepped up and I was able to. And then here's the thing. I'm not quite sure yet what that accomplishment might be. So let me let me throw it to you. What do you think, pick your brain a little bit, what do you think are, are some of the things that Kamala might try to get into mm-hmm. while essentially the mouse is gone, or excuse me, the cat is gone, the mice will play. She's effectively <laughs> now got a free hand in the White House. Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. The creation of the first COVID ice cream flavor. That's what the meme economy is saying that Kamala is working on right now. We don't know. We know that Gavin Newsom went to the White House recently and had to meet with Kamala Harris and placate Jill Biden to say, according to reports, that Kamala wasn't going to primary Joe Biden in 2024. So who knows what she can be up to? I got to tell you, if you're Jill Biden right now and you're sitting in Washington, D.C. and you're up there and you hear Joe Biden doddering around inside of the executive mansion uh, there in the, you know, the east wing of the White House and you hear him and he's in his mustard stained bathrobe and he's fumbling with the remote and he's trying to figure out how to turn on Matlock or the Andy Griffith show. Uh, and, you you know, the Werther's originals get stuck in his denture one more time, you know, and, and you're Jill Biden, you're sitting there and you're like, wow, how are we going to recover from this? And you just hear the echo of Kamala Harris's cackle, right? Like that's what you hear faintly coming down the hall, like the cackle of Kamala Harris echoing through the halls of the White House. It's got to be a terrible time. And also Jill Biden, yo, she's not a real doctor, but she's a doctor enough to know that Donald Trump went to Walter Reed with this same illness. Donald Trump had a, you know, pneumonia spring up when he got COVID. He went to Walter Reed. Donald Trump is in a much better physical position uh, and a much better mental position, a much better moral position, a much better position of strength than Joe Biden has ever been in his presidency. And it knocks people on their butts. I got COVID. This is a rough one, man. It really sucks to get COVID depending on, you know, where you're at. And I consider myself a pretty healthy dude. I know you're a pretty healthy dude, Jack, but it's it really can't drop you down. And so what's going to happen here? Is Joe Biden going to get the worst of it? I think it's bad times right now in the East Wing. And I think Jill Biden is sitting there, you know, um, uh, counting her tacos. You know, when I got COVID, right, and I've said this publicly a few times, it felt to me like no virus, no sickness that I've ever had in my entire life. And it felt, yes, it felt mechanical. It felt like there yes. was some kind of mechanical element to it, the way it affects you, the way it def- directly affects multiple systems. Uh, there's different stages of it. It comes in waves. It, it comes, it goes, you get better, you get worse. I've never had anything in my life. And I've talked to other people about this, Benny. And let me ask, was that your experience as well? Did it feel like it was something almost artificial when you had it? I've never been sick like that before. I'm not a sickly person. Uh, I don't get sick. You know, we we power through. I married a medical professional. She's a top tier nurse. And so we get 
we get ourselves through without any big pharma help, right? And so we really do uh, in the Johnson household, uh, uh, sunlight, activity, walking outside. These are the treatments that God gave us. He also gave us natural immunity. These are the treatments that were given to us from heaven. And these are how you should treat the vast majority of regular everyday symptoms and illnesses. And it's how we practice health in our family. And again, my wife, a trained medical professional with over 15 years of top tier nursing experience. Uh, and anyone who knows the medical profession knows that the nurses are the ones who do the most amount of work. And so my wife and I both got COVID and Jack, it was severe. I've never felt sick like that. You're right. It felt mechanical. It felt manufactured. It felt like nothing I've ever had. And it was, uh, it was, I got it over Christmas it was like two years ago. So I got original COVID, like the OG COVID, the bat soup straight from Wuhan, uh, direct COVID, real, not some watered down stuff. Okay. Not like the cheap knockoff imitation so stuff they sell in the streets of New York, but the real COVID and, and that stuff was severe. And so it's nothing to joke around with. And if Joe Biden's got it, um, man, the dude's in the dude's in exactly the kind of shape that you don't want to be in if you're getting COVID. Right. No, that, that's 100 percent right. And we've seen people. This is where they were putting people on ventilators. We've seen the pneumonia. We've seen so much of this. But but Benny, I have to also mention because you sent me a video earlier this week, you're putting out a new a new investigation, an investigative piece that you've done here on the streets of Tampa, if I remember correctly, a specific area where you were going around and conducting. We've seen these polls lately talking about how Hispanics are moving. The numbers are shifting. By the way, inflation is driving a lot of that. You know why? Because if you look at Mexico, you look at Central America, you look at South America, it was inflation that destroyed so many of these countries. And so people who have moved here from those areas, they understand the damage, the severe damage that inflation can do to your country. But you went in and you were conducting a little bit of an experiment in the community. Tell us a little bit about that. That's right. That's right. Instead of referring to the second largest Latino population in the world, I was shocked to find that out. It was actually the CEO of Goya that pointed that out to me, that the second largest Latino population on planet Earth is in America. It's not in South America. It's in America via, via country and borders. And so America has a massive and growing Latino population. Now we can talk about the, re the reasons that is and some of the illegal reasons that Biden is pushing that that is, but it is what it is. And so the left likes to take this gigantic portion of the American public and call them two things that are quite offensive. One is Latinx, Latinx or Latinx. I'm not quite sure how to say it. You could mix it all up. This isn't actually like a this this isn't like a like a gamer handle or a profile on Call of Duty. It's actually a thing they refer to Latin Americans as because it's uh, a, a, a mark against gendered language, I think, right? So the A and the O, Spanish is a gendered language. So you have feminine and you have masculine words. And so they decide that because feminine and masculine can no longer exist, they have to call them Latinx. Hey, Benny, uh, I we went are, to this. We are coming up on, um, we're coming up on our one minute here. Um, if I could just get your final thought on that and let people know where to follow you. Yep. Real fast. So I went to the streets of Tampa and I asked uh, Latino people if they are Latinxes and they didn't like that. Uh, the follow-up will probably be asking them if they are tacos, <laughs> simply quoting Jill Biden, and we'll see uh, We'll see what happens. I hope we can come back on the war room. 
uh, when we have that video out, and we'll be happy to do a premiere of that video on The War Room. We, I just want to say thank you. I've been a huge fan of The War Room for a long time. Huge shout-outs to this audience. I love this audience. You can follow me at Benny Johnson on all platforms and at Benny on Truth Social. Huge shout-out to Carly Bonet, who's my favorite War Room fan and actually introduced me to The War Room. Love this audience. God bless all of you. Amen. All right, Benny Johnson coming back. Darren Beatty, we're going to talk Jan 6, the committee fiery hearing last night as the war room continues in the field, Tampa, Florida, Turning Point Sass. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views, and our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change, and that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today, Public SQ. That's Public SQ, Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now.
All right, so we are back here live from Tampa, Florida. We don't have Darren Beatty for us right now, but I wanted to bring on someone from the from SAS, from the Turning Point Student Action Summit Conference. We're here, and we were talking yesterday a little bit, and that person is Sani Dash, and someone that I've met at many of these uh, events, many of these conferences. So I want to bring her in now, if we can, to talk a little bit about some an interesting question that I've been investigating. And the question, of course, becomes then, what's going on with the MAGA movement? Because when I look at the media, the media tells us again and again, the MAGA movement's dead. It's, it's, it's gone. Nobody likes Trump anymore. The Jan 6 hearings are destroying him. They're destroying the movement. Nobody likes this guy. Nobody wants him anymore. And so here's somebody and her business specifically is the merchandise. She's a vendor for the, the various rallies, the Trump events. And I said, well, surely somebody from the business side would know in their sales numbers, do they have, you know, is this true? Is what the media is telling us is true? So I want to bring in here, Sandy Dash, welcome to the War Room. Thank you so much. I appreciate being here. All right. Thank you so much. For being on. Now, let us know, what is what is the website again? Make sure everybody knows what it is. It is usatrumpstore.com. Okay, Again, let me, let's get yeah. you a little bit closer to the okay. mic there. So, sure, is this better? Yeah, the mic's, it's just a little, just talk right okay, into it. The mic's a little, a little soft. But sure. so tell me, what's going on with this, right? We talked a little bit yesterday, yes. but for the War Room audience, are you seeing a drop in sales? Are you seeing, is it is it pausing? Is the MAGA movement dying like the media is telling us? Absolutely not. It's just growing bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think the audience is even getting bigger than ever because we have Democrats coming to our side. Uh, as a former Democrat, I can tell you that. Um, they're coming to our side and they're just, they're upset with the Biden administration. They're now, loving what are you this. Seeing, what are you seeing in terms of the numbers though, in terms of the, of the numbers? And we can talk a little about some of, the, uh, some of the items sure. you have. Sure. The numbers, I think, even like, you know, everybody, some people said shut down the store after January 6th. I said, absolutely not. Wow. Because the MAGA movement will continue. We're not going to get frightened. We're not going to shut down and we're not going to stop because of this committee or what's going on. We understand what's going on on the streets. We understand what's going on with the movement. The people love Trump. People love the MAGA movement. You know, we're upset with a two party system. The MAGA movement is bigger than the two-party system, and that's something the media does not talk about. And how's so? How's the business then? Has has January sixth? Has this affected your business? Are numbers down? Is it slowing? What's going on? Well, it did slow us down for the first couple of months, and then uh, one day in May, I said, "You know what? Let's get back up. Let's get back up. Yeah. Let's get a running. Let's go out there." And I think a lot of people started following us and said, "Hey, you're open. You're not scared." And I said, "What's there to be scared of? We didn't do anything." Why exactly would we be scared? So it, the first couple months we did shut down. You know, we it doesn't seem like the DOJ, the FBI, the government is really on our side. Okay. And I feel like they're attacking a lot of Trump supporters, including Steve Bannon. That's right. For no reason. So we were, you know, we're civilians. Well, the reason is because he's a threat to them and he's Absolutely. a threat to the regime. He is one of the chief dissidents yeah. and the war room posse is a massive thorn in their side, yes. as well as people like you yeah. that are still staying on board yeah. the train rather than doing what the media tells you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we get I get a lot of attacks simply just because I'm not Caucasian. So they will ask, how can you be part of this movement after you saw what happened on January 6th? And nothing can be further from the truth. I, that's not a representation of millions, of hundreds of millions of people that love Trump. There is a few rogue people out there, but majority of them were out there doing what everybody else says. We have a right to protest. And the Capitol belongs to us. It doesn't belong to the government, it belongs to us. We pay taxes. I don't understand what is, and why is their blood bigger than our blood? 
And why is there so much security for the for Nancy Pelosi and her people? I, I, I'm just like, I don't I don't get it. So when you're when you're talking about the business, you mentioned something to me yesterday. Yeah. I said, are you are you are you you know, are you seeing more business or less business now? Tell me what's the current status mm -hmm. of the business and tell us the website again for the audience. The website is usatrumpstore.com and we're seeing a lot of business. And because of that, we're opening up stores in California. Yes, you heard that. California and Huntington. You're store, like physical stores. Yes, a physical brick and mortar store in Huntington Beach and Solana County. And I believe the other counties, Yellow County. I've got reps looking out for places in California. We're very close to signing deals there. Right now, our biggest store is, we had a store on Fifth Avenue in New York also. We had to shut that down because there there was a lot of threats coming to us and yes yes and uh we do have a huge store in dallas and gainesville texas we're planning on opening up around 50 stores by end of this year you're gonna have 50 yes. brick and mortar stores all for the trump movement yes by the end of this year yes. but i don't understand the media tells me that the that the the, the, the movement's over that people are done with trump that they're that they're it's sick far of him. from over you're not you're not slowing down you're expanding yes we're you're expanding. actually expanding we're on, into the yeah. physical 50 stores across the country yeah we actually talk to real people the reporters don't report the news necessarily that are actual factual so we talk to people we go we don't just sponsor uh, events like this, but we're also doing rallies. So you talk to all sorts of people. The demand is there. Why would we slow down? And this is, and this is, of course, this is your livelihood. This is your, this is your, you're set on this. This is your, you're investing all your life's work into this. Absolutely. Well, I invested about a half a million dollars into this a while back ago. Wow. I was, yeah, I, I used to own a bunch of tech companies. Okay. And this was really just for the fun of it. And it just turned into such a huge empire that I said, you know, I started bringing friends on board and I said, let's get on it because, you know, we love Trump. We've been approached by Kamala Harris's people in the past to do flags and we also said no. I wow. mean, there's no amount of money I would do it for that side. We are, at all. we're coming up on 90 seconds. Tell us, yeah. say the website again. Tell us some of the new products that are coming up. Okay, some of the new products are different purses. I come up with new purses all the time. The website is USA Trump. And you are known for the purses. Yes, you are yes, known for the purses. Yes. Purses, and we come up with some cool t shirts. But, you know, other than that, we've got some cool bangles here. I think Look we got to. Don't show this to my wife. She's going to want, she's going to want all of them. Yeah, we got to have match, matching bangles with the purses and then also cool shoes too coming up. Oh, that's amazing. So the website again, usatrumpstore.com. And it, look, you can look at the polls, you can look at what the media says, you can look at all of these things, but if you talk to the actual numbers, yes. if you look at the actual business side of things, you know, you know the difference. You guys have your entire livelihood in this and you're putting it up together because you believe in it, but yes. also because the market signal is there. Yes, the market is absolutely there. We wouldn't be on the road. We're on the road every day from Florida to Oregon, to New York, to California. We go everywhere. Amazing. All right, usatrumpstore.com. Yes. Sandy Dash, thank you so much for joining us. Thank today. you so for much. joining us this On The Word. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key 
to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.